This is the Politics as Usual podcast where we cover everything from social events to world issues. Our weekly episodes provide unfiltered commentary on the hottest topics in pop culture. Yerp. And we could we could start now, all right? All right. All right. This is our first interview segment, and I had to bring on my homie Max, the speaker. I thought it was only right. How you doing today, brother? I'm good, brother. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. So, um, for the people that don't know you, can you just tell them a little bit about yourself? Yes, I'm Max, the speaker, a modern-day unconventional motivational speaker. I came from earlier hardship bringings, and now I just try to motivate the youth through understanding financing self-love empowerment and all kind of other aspects dealing with the mental and psych dope 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 um first off i want to say what motivated you to start motivation mondays because it's you it's you and uh mc ebone correct yes sir to directly answer that but prior to motivation mondays uh i went through uh uh, a get back periods on social media, just giving quotes, some of these quotes that I was reading and believing and saying to myself. So I was doing that posting on my in, uh, Snapchat. Yeah. And then, so I was doing that for about a year or so because I turned things around in my life and I just, these are what I did to turn my life around. So I'm like, here, here's some of the information here. You guys take it. So just about when COVID started, you know, it was a thing on social media. It was like a DJ, music entertainment. People, yeah. DJs, all of that. And then it became kind of repetitive, just like anything else. People get sick of it. And I reached out to my brother, Ebon, which I was mentoring. Because he see what I was doing. So I was talking to him. He said, hey, we should do what we we're doing, bring it on the platform. He had a big following. I had the idea. And then we kind of got something going. So that's what originally started Motivation monday to get out there some of the information i was sharing on snapchat bring it to the wide mass shared on instagram some of these uh, uh dj lives and some of these things that people were doing there's also another aspect of life that we wanted to tap into so that's what started motivation monday what would you say are some of the things you did to change your life around well the first the first thing is coming to a realization i tell anybody that is the first thing you can do to change anything is awareness you gotta see where it is that you at if there's something wrong you got to see that good or bad you know so the first thing i ever did was take it upon myself is remove myself from what other people expect of me and what people think i should be doing because i think we live in this um in this world where we also we we start something and we feel that there's entitlement to finish it because people are looking at us so yeah. i said the first thing i did was i subtracted myself from social media yep i subtracted okay. myself from social media. in essence that I, I logged off Instagram, I logged off Snapchat, and I said, I'm really going to work on myself. I'm really going to do the things that I always talked about and dreaming about doing. So started with a little, you started with the gym, because I believe physically, like, I was just out of shape. I was damn near almost 230. What? Yeah, 230. I put on a lot of weight. It was damn near 230. And, and, th- and for those that don't know, Max, he played football with me back in the days, and he was running track. So that yeah. that, that, that threw me And I was like 180, 190 in my prime. So I'm like, I remember, yeah. You know what I mean? And how you look at yourself is how you feel about yourself. So if you don't lose too good, you won't feel too good. That's so a fact. Like, yep. So just subtracting myself, working on my mental, uh, working on my mental, I enrolled back in school because once again, you know, I went out to Windsor to try to play ball, sprain my foot. 
Then yeah. I ended up getting arrested when I was in Windsor and I never went back to school. So just mm -hmm. another thing, it's like all these things that I never finished, all these things that I could have done that I dreamt about doing, I decided to attack. And before I did all of that, it's like the image I was living now, what I was doing, I had to subtract myself from that, take myself away from that and work on these things I want to work on. So it was like the gym, went back to school, I mean, started doing or where I was reading, working on my personal finances, just figuring things out. And I set a goal to be able to purchase a home, which I eventually ended up doing so. Yes, you, you actually have uh, several properties at this point, yes, right? Yes, yes, sir. Throughout the process, one of my mentors is able to talk with him, talking to him, who's also my, uh, my financial advisor. Okay. We were able to start a development. I had a little, I was saving my money. I was working. I was, I was literally, I was working. I was working for a delivery company. I saved every dollar I have. Literally, I learned this from Gary Vee. Like, yeah. It literally says, like, eat like shit. Like, literally, I saved every single dollar. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I remember having my money in a tax-free savings account, which gained nothing. That's why I preach against the bank. Mm -hmm. I talked to my financial advisor, and I was able to get started in, um, in a real estate development in Ghana, which I'm from. So we're actually doing real estate development in Ghana, which yields way more profit than it does here. Okay. So I took that as my initial capital to come back to North America and look for a property for myself because I wanted to move out, get a place of my own. And I was always against like paying rent. If you have the deposit, why not do that for you? Which may not always work for everybody, but I just believe this is what I want and this is what I'm going to get. So with that now, I... Um, with the capital that I, I got from the Ghana homes, right? I took like 18 months, right? Now mm -hmm. I have capital to do a down payment. And I, you know what I mean? And I said, you know, they say shoot for the moon in a few minutes to see among those spurs. I originally just wanted to get a, a condo, you know, something decent. Yeah. The real estate thing market is out of control. Now, of but course. Networking, networking my- I'm assuming this is prior to COVID? This is all prior to COVID. Oh, yeah, got like you, got two you. Years, two, two years to a year to before COVID. Uh, to that, I was able to meet an agent who came across a deal, and then the deal was too good to be true. Like, delayed that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the money that you have, you can either go get a property that wouldn't be too, I'll quote unquote, good looking. Yeah. Everything is overpriced. Or you'll be lucky enough to be getting to a pre construction, which mm -hmm. is before it's sell. And then with the same amount of money, better yet, here's to make the deal song, you get two of them. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm trying to get into this real estate, flip homes, rent homes. And I know part of reading is any, any successful person have, uh, for, in their portfolio, they have real estate. So here I am. Not only am I looking for a place to live, I could actually start this real estate portfolio and own two properties. So I did that. I got it for the price of one, did that. Went right back to it. I started to see results. I felt really good about myself. I was losing weight like crazy. I think I lost like 30 40 pounds in three months. So I'm like, now I'm like, damn, I committed. You're hustling. Myself. You're hustling now. I committed myself for three, four months. I'm seeing results. Who doesn't love it? Like it became some kind of high adrenaline. So then I'm going at it. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, we work really, really hard. I was still working while in school. Like literally, I remember one time on a 24 hour shift, I did two shifts, went to school and I slept for three hours. Cause I'm like, I was just so addicted to success. And that's what Gary Vee talks about. Eat shit, like literally. And it's kind of like, you got to sacrifice to get where it is you want to get. So once again, I dumped money again in the, in the development home. Okay. Yana. And then let me, let me ask you this. So the, the, you, you mentioned earlier that in Ghana, it was easier to start there. 
and yeah. I'm I'm half Ganyan. My yeah. father, my father would say, being half Ganyan doesn't exist. You're you're full Ganyan. But anyways, <laughs> for 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 people that because I believe a year or two ago was the year of return, mm-hmm. and I've been seeing a lot of talk about Ghana recently. So I just want to get a little bit of an idea of what does the market look like out there, considering you decided to start out there prior to starting instead of starting down here. Well, well, well just, just, uh, like everything comes with the good and the bad. Like I'm not gonna lie, like everything's not perfect there. There's okay. a that you deal with land issues because we're kind of dated back as far as computer and documentation. So okay. there's trouble selling on land. Everybody knows that. Like mm-hmm. these lands are owned to people who sometimes just have a piece of paper. It, it could be documented again for somebody else. The land belongs to the queens and kings who are. Yeah. So they're double selling these lands. So we have those kind of issues. We also don't have the the equipment. Like they may say we may have this. A lot of these are handmade labor. You know what I mean? So it's not all sweet. And when people do work hard, they also feel like they're being underpaid. They need more. It's hardship. Sure. So there's sure. all these things. I don't want it to seem like this. You know, it's what just mean? Like, peachy and clean and easy. Like I just said, it does yield more financial just for the tax bracket cap, whatever. So many other things. But it does, it does have its faults. But in and itself, there, once again, is the freedom, right? Here, you can't really build a place on your own. Like, you know what I mean? You join True. a development company and it's what they give you and you don't have no say about the material. Like, that's what pre-construction is. Like, you know what I mean? There, you're actually like, your like individual, like who you are, like uh, what you choose to do your lands, where you end up, whatever you want to do with it, right? So you're more hands-on. Yeah, ain't too much regulations. So you can literally build your home for two hundred, mm-hmm. sell it for three hundred thousand. Whatever it is you want to do, you can do it. But then the downside to that is then we have no neighborhood value because we all know how the real estate market works here. It's kind of like. Uh, they do the appraisal, the, comp- the comparables in the neighborhood. What are these homes worth? What are, what are you looking at? Send me the tags. Like, mm. literally, Anna, you could be beside somebody's homes, just a hut, like literally just a small bungalow home. Yeah. And then literally across the street, here's a $400,000 home. Sure. No true neighborhood value. You got to take the good with the bad. Okay. But, you know, at the same time, so these are what, but the, right now, I think a lot of young people are going back the year of return. You know, mm-hmm. our, parents, our parents weren't able to have access to some of the opportunities that, that we have now. So I completely agree with that. Where they could go put into where they come from. And now you're seeing a lot of young people tapping into their roots and it's becoming a thing to want to go back to Ghana, want to go back to Nigeria, want to go back to Africa and help the development, the architectural structures that's going on in Africa. Okay. So... With with all that being said, and seeing how far you've come, are you are you surprised by any of it? Because I'll, I'll let me like for for the viewers that don't know, I stumbled onto your page randomly yeah. because I know I know another dude who does um a lot of blogging within the Ghanaian community, and he and um, Ghana's number one blogger, shout to by my homie, he he um reposted you on his story. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's Max. I know Max. And I clicked it. And I just heard you speaking all this positivity, especially talking to our community specifically, because there's few people that are really doing that. And I was, I was truly impressed by that. I was like, that's dope. Because with my platform, I'm trying to do the same thing. I'm just trying to kick knowledge and keep people up to date in what's going on. So I want to also ask you, what were, like, not, you don't have to give me your necessarily your mentors, but who are some of the people that inspired you to go down this path, whether you know them or not, who are some of the people that inspired you 
to kind of turn your life around? And even while you were on the journey of turning your life around, who are some of the people you looked at and said, you see how they're doing it? Like, I'm going to take things from what they do and do it my way. I think I think from within, there wasn't so much people from the inside. I think it was more kind of the outside. I mean, coming from the time we were playing football, you know, you always got to do the pump-up videos when you're working out and things yep. like that. So, I, like, I used to hear people like Eric Thomas speak, and then, you know what I mean, some of the things that he says that sit with me. And even uh, – and then I became – it became a sense of um, a relief when I was in bad times, right? Mm-hmm. So – when I do feel bad, I listen to a lot of motivational speeches, other other motivational speakers. Like I listen to like like I just said, Eric Thomas, uh, Les Brown, people that come from hardship and able to turn something out of his exigular. And with that, once I realize that this is helping me, I realize I gotta get the education, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I just mentioned Dan Pena. Um, later I came across my accountant, who's also my partner now and my financial advisor we do the developments with. Mm-hmm. These are kind of the few people at the early stage I was looking up to. And then just other aspects. It's not even so much a success. Rest in peace to our coach, late Mayor Rob Ford. Yes, Ford. Rob Ford. Rest in peace to him. When we talk about looking up to people, because I know what he done for me. Like, I don't think, I, you would have probably known, but most people don't know when I was in my last year. I was arrested and he came out and looked out for me and helped me come out of jail so it's it's people like him i want to give back to the youth and i understand it's situations like that that could help people from going down the wrong path because that i was coming back for 50 or if he didn't come help me yeah, yeah i know i know I was done. Like, man forget football i got street shit to do yeah, i remember yeah, and it was with that which encouraged me to go to windsor to know hey you could actually play university ball you know so things like that made me say i gotta give back to the youth i gotta give them alternatives i gotta you know so these are coming some of the few names that i looked up to while i was coming up the journey here and you know what's funny a lot of people there's a lot of misconceptions with rob ford like there's a lot of things i i don't agree with yeah but one thing i will say is that he did a lot for the kids that were on that team you know what i mean like i i could no, continue, continue. And, and that's what I'm going to go say. Like, people got to understand, like, what Rob Ford did privately was not shown to us. And we did not, like, years, like, I was shocked. This is, like, people are seeing the news. I was shocked, like, oh, this is news to me, too. Yeah. But I still look at him like family because I know what he done for me. I know the good. So people are only seeing this and only seeing the bad. So, mm-hmm. so, so, so to me, it was just, it was just slightly kind of different because I looked at him in the light like he done so much for me. Exactly. And so that's the only way I see it. Yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely he definitely did a lot. And um that's that's also why I wanted to speak to you because I knew how much he had done for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always speak about what he did for me, but what he did for you, especially during that time, yeah. and me personally knowing you, yeah. I just think that it's a great story. And a lot of kids that are struggling within communities now the fact that you could turn around and put a hand out to them and help them and give them financial knowledge and just trying to change their mindset and how they look at things, how they look at life. I just think that's super dope. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's dope to see that consistency because you guys have been, ever since quarantine started, y'all, you guys have been at it. 48 weeks in a row. We're actually working on the podcast and speaking to Rob Ford and whatnot. I'm actually speaking to Nico. He got the studio going. And mm-hmm. I saw Francois the other day. He has the... Uh, the shoe spot going so yes like, shout yeah. out and then also you yeah. know and that's another person rob for help too so it's like Big all these time. people you know what i mean so it's just it's a small world and we just gotta be grateful for the people that come in our life and impact us on a better change 
Of course. I think it's I think it's one of those stories that needs to be captured at some point. Like I want to put something together where I can document the people that are a product of that. Because there's people in the CFL, there's people like you that are motivation that are motivating the masses now. There's people like me with my podcast. Like there's there's a lot of people doing things. Jeremy with his um with his shoe cleaning service yeah. and his business. You know what I mean? There's a lot of dope things going on. So we're gonna we're gonna transition off off of that to um where do you see yourself taking Motivation Mondays? Because I just heard you mention podcasts. Are you transitioning yes, into turning it into a podcast? Yes, sir. Once again, giving the people what they want. Like I just said, starting from Snapchat. Like, you know, I wasn't, I'm not doing it for recognition. I'm not doing for any kind of financial gain. I'm just kind of like, this is what's working for me. Hey, try this out. You know, when you come across something good, you want to offer it to your brothers and sisters. You mm-hmm. know, so where we take your Motivation Monday started on a, on an Instagram platform, we used to do two hours because we're quarantined. We had nothing better to do. People yeah. wanted, they wanted, we have it. Excuse me, they wanted, we have it. Why not give it to them? So then we did it down to an hour because people started going to work. But then we had other people now say, I don't have Instagram. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So it's like, can you do it on YouTube? So we're like, give the people what they want. Then it's like, you guys should do it on a podcast. So when I'm driving, give the people what they want. Like, you know, can you guys record it and leave it so that, me and, and when I'm on road, when I'm on break, I don't have that. I could watch it after. So it's just that. So anyhow, we're just trying to see on our platform, how could we get our information out to the masses, out to the people, whatever it is that we feel that that could help our information get us what we're going to do. So we're actually working on the podcast, which we, we're in, in hope to start it uh, April, you know, just going on the one-year anniversary. And then we okay. want to do the whole YouTube live and turn that into a podcast for people to listen in their car when you're driving and all kinds of stuff. So that's exactly what, what, what we're doing with Motivation Mondays. Now that's, that's, that's amazing. And your story is a little, it, it kind of reminds me of, uh, you're like, and I, and I hate to compare it, but it reminds me of Wallow's story. Um, Wallow, he's with a Gilly the Kid and they have their podcast, Million Dollars Worth of Game. And he had a lot of trials and tribulations early in his life. And then he just started motivating the masses and he took it to a whole other level. So it's like just seeing you taking those steps and slowly getting to that, that level is just super dope to see. So for, for the people that you've been giving this knowledge to and then letting them know what they can do. And obviously people take it with a grain of salt and they apply it to their life, how it works for them. What, what would you, what would you say, surprised you like with some of the people that you've helped and some of the game that you've put out there what are some of the things that surprised you people came back and said hey i did this that you said or something of that nature i mean i i i i mean when i heard eric thomas say this you know some of you been listening to the motivation take for so long it's time for you to be the motivator and that's like that clicked on me right there and, and i studied and i'm like how are people gonna listen to me and i realized what's cool what do people want to hear about the first thing i talked was money so i started a lot of focusing on money right mm-hmm. Actually, money is sexy. Everybody like loves money. Yeah, of course, loves money. So that was my kind of like my full entry to the door. So what I was doing was actually helping people out personally with your credit, and I was doing kind of like giveaways to get that attention because I know it's the beginning is to start anything is difficult, but I just attacked it. And uh, and I mean like people were coming back with like, hey, you helped me with my credit score boost. Like you know what I mean? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, so there's that's kind of, big though. That's big. big. You know what I mean? But to me, it was kind of like the formula works. Like, I did this for myself. I talked to my accountant. It's not that difficult. Do this, do that. You will get it done. And then, so I started to see that. And then it was kind of like, can you help me with stocks? And mm-hmm. 
and doing a lot of reading, you're able to predict some of these things. Like you're able to see things before it comes. comes Making an educated guess based on the market. Exactly. So I was doing that. People started to see results. And it's just kind of like, yeah, I see you lose weight. Can you help me get the gym? So I started taking my diet more serious and what I do understand in reading because I was trying to lose weight fastest easy way as possible so if you don't notice i'm actually on a plant-based diet i, I was about to ask that i was about to bring that up well if so all aspect in my life that i was doing i was telling people i was educating people about food and how to work out like me finding out like 3500 calories is one pound i play sports my whole life i didn't know that yeah so, so this kind of information i just tell people it's a matter of math you want to lose a pound, you need to burn 35 calories, eat mm-hmm. a thousand, work out in one week, negative, that's it. So it's kind of like all these things. So I'll just help it out. And they're like, that works. And this week I'm like, you know, at the beginning you try something and then you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. it really works. Like it worked for me. Let me give it up. And of I'm course. Like, and then it starts like the credit works. The people in the gym are working. The people, and I'm just saying, this is what I do. And I'm like, yo, save all your money. This is what you got to do with it. And all these things started to work. And it came to the point where I started out with that and helped numerous of people at least that I could count on six people purchase a home. Okay. I don't want to take credit for that because it's their own doing. No, but but walking just through, walking them through the process. This is what I did. This is what you need to do. This is where you need to go. Now they did it all themselves, but the direct and I'm currently helping another one too. But you know, so so it's like it started from Instagram, little you know what I mean, weight loss to and the big scale from making people purchase home, making people start business, even registering a business. So there's so many things that I knew that I done for myself that I gave it back out to the people. And like, it all works. So it's kind of like, yeah, work. Like, you know what I mean? So to me, it's kind of like, there we go. Like, this is what we're talking about. Keep it going. So that, I, I think, I think the fact that you get to see the fruits of your labor, I think that's what gives that extra motivation. Like when I'm dropping content and I get people replying back saying, I didn't know that, or you taught me about something I didn't know. Yeah. I feel like those are things that just keep yeah. you going. Exactly. Cause like from when I seen you first start, to how you guys are talking now, I'm seeing the transition. I'm seeing like it's starting to really, really get going. You know what I mean? Because as long as you're consistent with the right information and you don't stop and you just, consistency is key in everything. You, if you don't really fail, if you don't stop trying, you know what I mean? So like just seeing that it consistency has been working for you guys. I'm very excited to see where you guys take it in the future. Definitely. So is there anything, anything else that you got up and coming that you would like the viewers to know about? Well, other than looking out for our, our platform, working on the YouTube channel, I think we have it out right now. Uh, we just, there's a few things, logistics things before we roll everything all out. But yes, for the viewers who tune in every Monday morning at 10.30 a.m. Instagram live, uh, you can find me at max.thespeaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tune in at motivation.mondays. That's a little difficult. I don't want to spell it out because we have a four in there. Those are we can put it. We can put it in the description. Yes, yes, sir. But yes, that's what we we got going on. We just try to keep people informative. Just the other week, my partner Ebon was speaking to uh, Mayor John Tory on the platform. Yes, I seen that. I seen that. That was dope. We have like so. We also plan on expanding. It wouldn't just be just us have different people perspective because I've been talking, like we said, 48 weeks. I may have the audiences, but now we want people from different perspective, you know, not my journey, like you mentioned a while earlier. I didn't even know about his story, but mm-hmm. not, not everybody's coming from our journey. I did it for the youth, for the people that look like me that are coming from the same uh, places that I am. So we may also need 
You know what I mean? I've been getting a lot of reach out about females, female perspective, because I always dodge that. You know, I always yeah. dodge about the females. But so those are the kind of the few things, just expanding, giving the people what they need, trying to help the masses, you know, leave the world a better place than you found it. I, I, I love that. I love that. And before I let you go, stocks wise, how are you feel? What are you what are you looking at? What's your portfolio? You don't have to divulge your old portfolio, of course. Uh, like, I'm, I'm gonna say a few. Like I just said, prior to uh pre-COVID, I, I was just calling a few some of the things. Now they're kind of like on the down end, such as technology. It was pretty obvious a lot of these Zoom things is gonna be a thing now. Of course. I was able to predict 10 inches, kind of like our gaming service. So these are some of all these things that I seen and some of all these things I told people to jump out, the tourism industry. Now we're gonna go vice versa. Jump into the tourism industry. Things yeah, are open. back <laughs> up. Yep. So some of that, I'm a, I'm a, I've been promoting Air Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier, I was talking about the banks because people were just running and panicking and taking all your money out of the bank. Yeah. Uh, so some of those things, some things are here to stay. that will never go back. There's, there's just like the look. There's a drone. I forgot. Yes. What it's called. The drive. Like these are these things. You know, there's this stigma that COVID is gonna leave around. People still don't want to be mass crowds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uber, Uber Eats, uh, Airbnb, these are the services that requires you not to be where you need to be. You know what I mean? Self-checkout, technology. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm talking about. Tourism, technology, anything that helps and aid assist humans. Humans are lazier than ever. What? Yeah. Trust me, way lazier than ever. <laughs> So some of these things that we talk about stocks, you should, um, like I just said, the whole tourism industry, hotels are empty. They're going to fill back up. People are dying, eager to travel, but don't jump on it yet. Wait a little bit more when the, when the majority of people have been vaccinated, I'll say. Okay. I, that, that's a definitely an educated guess. I like that projection. I can definitely see that industry blowing up 100%. But uh, I think this was a great interview. We got to touch on a few topics, you know what I mean? Get into a little bit of your life story. And I think that a lot of people need to tune into your content. You know what I mean? We're going to continue to do more interviews with people that are, that are of this nature, that have different types of past, different walks of life, and have transcended and gone to new levels and done different things in their life. It's strictly about doing better, um, schooling people, giving knowledge, and this is another interview segment. This is the first one. Thank you for pulling up for the first interview. I truly appreciate that. No Anything for you, brother. Anytime. I'll pull up again if I have to. No problem. Of course. Of course. And definitely send me that info when you drop that podcast, and I'll make sure I repost that. Yeah, appreciate it, bro. All right, brother. Bless. Yes, sir. If you're looking for any updates regarding our podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at usual underscore podcast. And on Instagram, it's politics as usual cast. Also, for episodes, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple.